You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mir, on this Wednesday morning. And we've got a wonderful guest to brighten up our morning. We've got the one and the only Cruzy McCalligan. Cruz, it's great to have you back. How are you this week? I'm fantastic. What beautiful weather. <laughs> I knew you were going to... It so much. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. Because it was really quite hot uh, the last couple of weeks. Like, really, really hot uh, for September. So, well, now in October. So it's quite nice to have, like, a breezy uh, walked stroll to work, if you like. I walk up broadcast drive sometimes. Exactly. So it's, I'm feeling much better for that reason. It was getting unprofessionally hot a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> what do you mean so, by unprofessionally hot? Well, like, like you can't, you can't be expected to be civil. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't expect anyone to smile at me. I don't want to smile at anybody. <laughs> or or <laughs> like just... rock up with like big sweat patches under yes, your arms or yes, something. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you that, know, that's, it's that's unprofessional happened. heat. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So um, what topic have you got for our listeners today? We're going to talk about dungarees. Oh, dungarees. Oh. Dungarees. What and inspired this is because, you? All right. Have you noticed that um, teenagers, right, so kind of maybe like 14 to 19-year-olds, have become really into 90s fashion recently, like the resurgence of 90s fashion, like wide-leg pants, crop tops. Oh, Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now that you mention it, it's true. Not just teenagers, uh, the young ones in our office as well. Totally. Well, I'm just saying this because I just feel old. So I'm assuming anyone younger than me is a teenager <laughs> at this point. But obviously, there's, I'm missing an entire decade of people. But the point is that I recently saw like a, a high school let out, you know, like at the end of the day and all the kind of kids in the upper lab, upper year groups who don't have to wear uniforms and can wear like their own oh, clothes. Yeah. And I was like, what is this parade of 90s fashion? Like, I never would have been this bold when I was their age, you know? <laughs> like little crop tops or something? No, I don't yes, think Yes, I... tiny little crop tops and, like, these big flared pants and funny little bucket hats and stuff. And I'm like, wow, I thought I was really, you know, that was not cool when I was wearing it <laughs> as a teenager. Um, anyway, but, of course, I saw some, I've seen a couple of people wearing dungarees. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I see where it's coming from. And I'm yep, trying to overalls. wonder. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, you know, I've never ever. I think since I was maybe an infant, worn dungarees. Oh, Have you ever worn dungarees? Yeah, I love dungarees. I, I haven't because I think I don't think I can pull off. At, you know, at my age now. But I, I remember wearing it in my twenties occasionally. I think I think it's quite a fun little outfit. But. It's not convenient at all if you need to go to the loo. <laughs> when you're out and about in a shopping mall, it's not the easiest outfit. No, and I have to say, actually, I have a quote about that which made me laugh so much. It's the same, it's the same with jumpsuits. Oh, yeah. um, and I remember someone saying, like, you know, like, everyone thinks, tells you that the, um, uh, you know, everyone compliments the jumpsuit when you wear it out. But when you go to the bathroom, it's just you and your choices. <laughs> That's a good one. Yep. I hear you. It's totally true. But um, but yes, yeah, so, but dungarees. And so I think it's one of those things that I was like, I wish I could wear dungarees, but I don't think I could wear dungarees. But maybe I could wear dungarees. And this is the sort of things you ponder at 2 a.m. in the morning while breastfeeding. But the point is, I was thinking about dungarees and I was like, I wonder where they actually came from? Because I'm pretty sure they were like jeans. They were like workwear. So that's why I decided mm-hmm. to do a bit of research into it. Interestingly, the dungaree... Was f- so when we talk about dungarees, we talk about like, kind of overalls, right? We like both have denim. an understanding of what that is. Yep, yep, yep that's right. Like De- it's got kind of like sleeveless kind of pants with kind of a bib front and straps over the shoulders, right? Okay. Nailed it. Your bib front. <laughs> bib front. Well, that's what it's called. It's called the bib. I didn't know that. It's actually called the bib. Oh, oh is it? Oh. Yeah, it is. No it idea. is. 
So the dungaree was first brought to light in 17th century India, where the cloth used for making cheap, robust working clothes was called dungaree. Oh. Yeah, so this is the, this, it was actually the Hindi name of the Indian village which produced a particularly hard-wearing fabric that they used to use. But of course, when the English bought this cloth to make workwear trousers, they took the name Dungri and, you know, obviously it's what they do for everything, changed it to make it easier for themselves and um, named the fabric Dungri. I think dungaree so, is easier than dungaree. It's like, you know, one less dungaree, yeah, yeah, I agree. But I guess it always makes it sound more anglicized, yes, right? anglicized. Yeah, so it's quite interesting in that way that they, you know, they were meant to, this is this kind of idea that they were making this, this fabric that was actually originally uh, dyed a kind of like deep indigo color. Okay, and so in 1853, so um, you fast fast forward quite a bit, the bib and the trousers that were made of this fabric came to, together to form the first overalls made out of this dungaree fabric. And this is actually designed by Levi Strauss and his business partner, Jacob Davis. So Levi Strauss of like Levi's, yeah. Levi's jeans. And this new form of clothing was ideal for hard labor um, because of like it being, I guess it was providing quite a lot of coverage. You know, you didn't have to pull your pants up all the time. And um, the material is kind of, Yep, hard wearing, hard wearing and enduring. Totally. And, and because it had that bib at the front, it allowed you to carry tools and eliminated the need for waist belts. Oh, I didn't think yeah. of it like that. Oh. Yeah. So they grew in like popularity across America so much so that they soon became the standard clothing for the working man. And they were even color coded according to professions, which I've never really thought about, but is of course true. So back in the day, you had this hickory stripe for railroad road workers, the striped dungarees. You had white overalls for painters and different shades of blue for the rest of the working class. I'm like, oh my gosh, of course you do. Color coding. That's amazing. They've always been like that. I didn't really, you know, I never really clocked onto it, I guess, Mm. myself. Um, So, yeah, so it's kind of interesting that this kind of idea that, you know, they became really popular choice with kind of the working class, with miners and farmers. And as the fabric was strong and tough enough to provide a protective layer while carrying out kind of manual labor. And interestingly, during the First World War, many women who had to volunteer to fulfill the roles that were normally carried out by men to keep the economy run, uh, you know, to keep the economy running, they soon adopted the same overall uniform. So during this and during the Second World War in 1943, you had the iconic, um, you know, um, Rosie, the I'm not going to remember the word, (laughs) Rosie, the Reverer, Reverer. Riveter, Riveter, Riveter. Rosie the Riveter, the We Can Do It poster, you know, with the big arm and the thing. And that was created to boost and inspire female working morale. And the dungaree is that statement, right? So it became, because of this use of women wearing it in kind of Like rolling your sleeves up, kind of get the work done. Totally. It became a symbol and icon of that. It became kind of genderless because of that, because it was about work. It wasn't about style and it's changed now which is what i'm going to talk about a bit later which is sort of interesting um so that kind of became the sort of symbol of of hard work now of course they've made this kind of comeback in terms of um you know they they were once sort of slops that's what they were called so they were called slops like overalls dungarees slops they were not given this sort of elevated sense of kind of um 
you know, stylisticness that we think of them possibly having today for good reason. They were kind of a baggy silhouette. You know, you think about people being like in the Depression era wearing them. But actually, they later became kind of emblematic of hippies in the 60s college students in the 70s and even more recently like hip-hop um artists who wear them with like one shoulder unfastened and i found a photograph (laughs) of justin bieber who i don't think is actually a hip-hop artist meeting the prime minister of canada wearing bib overalls denim dungarees with the shoulder undone yeah actually it turned my stomach but the point is it was just so casual like they're the epitome of casual right in that way those kind of denim dungarees Um, yeah i think so too what what do they call it they call it they call it a poor man's tuxedo. Is that what? Or, or did I just oh, make I that thought, up? Oh, no, I thought they call them. No, that's. I think they call it a Canadian tuxedo with oh, wearing oh, a yeah. denim jacket and denim jeans. Oh, yeah. I beg your pardon. Okay, yeah, okay. That's all right. It's all right. It's very interchangeable, really. Let's be honest. Anyway, the point is, maybe so he was trying to represent, like, you know, uh, working class or something. But I don't, I don't think he's really a symbol of that. Really, I think it's. Yeah, he should have chosen a better outfit. Really, if you meet yeah. the prime minister, you don't wear dungarees. I agree. I agree. You don't wear dungarees. Yeah. Absolutely. No one's going to tell you that a dungaree is a high fashion item, but it's changing. So the dungaree started to transcend the realms of manual labor when they started being worn by like Hollywood royalty. So people like, you know, it's like, as we said, it's that hard labor symbolism. So you had these kind of tough guys like John Wayne and Clint Eastwood wearing dungarees. And you'd be like, okay, yeah, I can buy into that. You know, that's kind of in that masculine ideal of being strong and working hard and working with your hands and being outside and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But then people like Judy Garland started wearing them. Oh. Um, Yeah, so, like, there was things, you know, and that was, again, like, you know, that kind of, like, as I said, that sort of genderless switch with these, with the dungarees. Even Princess Diana has worn dungarees. Wow. Yeah, I was looking up photos. I mean, she looks amazing and everything, let's be honest. But she would wear dungarees. And, of course, the famous, famous ones are um, of the Rolling Stones, like of Ronnie Wood and of um, Mick Jagger wearing dungarees or like this kind of overalls type design. And there's a really famous one of Mick Jagger wearing it kind of like sequined sort of thing on the cover of the magazine it said mick in sequins on on the bib he's not wearing under anything underneath it and it's quite like it's quite funny because i think it's that symbolism of it being you have to be so confident to do that right Absolutely, you know like yeah. if you're not in 100 percent self-assured and comfortable in who you are you just look silly you look like you were trying to look silly you know like <laughs> no one can really take you seriously if you're wearing dungarees with nothing underneath them. <laughs> Trying as, to look silly. You know? <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? And then, you know, the, you know, you've also got this idea with, like, you know, the Dexys, um, Mid- Dexys Midnight Runners, the band, they were huge in terms of, like, taking their inspiration from the working class of Ireland. So they described theirs as kind of an off-the-farm look. So they used to do this. They used to kind of wear, like, oh, yeah. knitwear. And if you look up photos of Dexys Midnight Runners, who sing Come On Eileen, if anyone's wondering. Anyway, um, they, they, you know, they looked, they kind of made this a sort of cool look as well. Elton John um, was really into dungarees as well. He rocked them up until the early 90s in this kind of glam rock style. Um, I also saw a photo of Whitney Houston wearing them, um, which is amazing because I always think of her as just, you know, belting out, um, I'll always love you in the bodyguard. But um, 
she kind of rocked the sort of idea of wearing dungarees as well. And in the 90s, there was not a band that didn't wear dungarees. Like all of the kind of like girl Spice groups, girls, boy groups. Yeah. Yep. They all wore dungarees, right? Um, because, and they kind of say it doesn't really matter what kind of color or size of dungarees you wear. It was just that kind of, it just sort of stood the test of time, you know? which was quite amazing. But now, you know, they're becoming this thing that people are, are really um, embracing again with this kind of rise up of of 90s fashion once more. Um, Donna Karen, as in like, you know, uh, Donna Karen, the designer, yeah. says absolutely everyone can wear dungarees. She's 65, right? And she's she wears them for comfort. She's designed some, um, you know, so she sort of says that. She says the utility, um, the utility overall so like wearing like overalls and dungarees has been on the rise for a couple of years now and you see like lots of like it's like that thing people wear to glastonbury right because you want to look effortlessly cool and comfortable and self-assured and confident but also have something that like is like a statement and practical yeah 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 so it's um and you know there's that kind of like the cut off dungarees as well um you know as well they've obviously changed a bit and there's been a couple of different um different styles of dungarees but they have that kind of um this is what some designers say they have it has a kind of a borrowed from the boys vibe which makes them kind of sexy in some sort of stylistic ways you know that feeling of like, oh, I've just thrown on this. My boyfriend's clothes. My boyfriend's dungarees as if you're, you know, anyway. um, But it's that really interesting thing. And it's, it's quite, um, it's quite interesting. Like they're often oversized. um, So you have to kind of think about how you wear them. And like a lot of uh, designers and stylists are quite um, interesting in how they talk about them. Apparently, they're quite a staple for sort of pregnancy wardrobes, like maternity wardrobes. I never wore them pregnant. No, um, I, I can't imagine wearing them. For, I mean, yeah. I can, but, you know, I don't think it'll be very comfy, but well, you're no, right. I just, Everybody... I just keep thinking about that, you know, you're, if you have to go to the bathroom, it's just you and your choices. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, add that of nine-month pregnant belly to dungarees in a Hong Kong shopping mall bathroom when you're busting for a wee and I just don't think that's going to be a pleasant situation <laughs> but um but um but yeah and then some of them are really expensive now if you think about them like I was looking at those like Stella McCartney ones which are like nearly 600 pounds you know like they they kind of whereas they used to be this real working class 600 pounds for 600 pounds insane that's like yeah. 6,000 at once well, a bit it's a bit cheaper now but yeah still almost 6,000 dollars for a pair of dungarees well designer dungarees. dungarees yeah Absolutely. And so it's it's a really interesting one because you have this like, but then there's also people who are really steadfast, like love them. In the US, there's whole movements of people who get together just to wear overalls, just because they love them so much, like <laughs> fans of overalls and, and kind of the symbolism of what it means. And people have said that, and then there was an anthropologist in um, at the Iowa State University, an anthropologist and so, um, sociologist who has talked about why it's kind of interesting they're kind of expanding again and they're becoming really popular again. And I can see that, you know, like, you know, people, it wouldn't be exactly ridiculous to meet someone like a very beautiful chic woman wearing like a linen dungaree set, you know, overalls made of linen with like a cotton shirt underneath professionally, you know, like today in Hong Kong, you would, someone would look very chic wearing them in their own way. With yeah. like a nice handbag, heels, and like a iron shirt, linen shirt. Yes, exactly. <laughs> See, things that we, I couldn't, well, not we, I won't include you in this. You're incredibly no, no, stylish, no, but no, I could no, never please dream include of. me. No, no, I, I couldn't pull it <laughs> off at all. Um, but what's interesting is they sort of said, um, 
like how there's a there's a whole movement about saying like how you dress can affect the way you think right so like people who are wearing kind of like tight jeans how it makes you think versus you know if you're uncomfortable how does it make you think in your mind in your body and i think that as well like you know when you are uncomfortable in your clothes you're not feeling yourself you might not feel so confident all those sorts of things um but they were sort of saying this rise that we have sort of in society of returning to kind of organic natural connecting to nature being more casual not being so like polished all the time you know that's what we're looking for from our brands a lot of the time like you know that's very popular right to have you know organic things natural things mm. um and dungarees are part of that image so like i just keep thinking about myself like if you came across a man in a full-on sharp suit his hair slicked back smelling of cologne selling root vegetables would you trust him or would you trust the guy next to him selling root vegetables while wearing dungarees? <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? I'm not, I'd, I'd, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't think I'd buy them off a businessman. I'd buy them off the guy who looked like he pulled them out of the ground, even if he didn't. And most people who are wearing dungarees today that we see, I'm pretty sure have not pulled root vegetables out of the ground. But there's a perception that you are more connected to nature and all those sorts of things, right? Now that you mention it, like all these ads maybe will have like a more sort of a person in like some dungarees or something. Now that you mention it, yeah. Maybe. Of course they would. Because yeah. as I said, like if, you know, if it's like your organic lavender face cream, and you have the photo of the founders of the company, if, again, if they're, like, in a polished, slick, pinstripe suit, you wouldn't think of them the same way as if they were wearing dungarees. You'd be like, no, I trust you. You're wearing dungarees. You must have hand-harvested hand this lavender, yes. <laughs> even though it's probably not true. Cruz, um, maybe we should wear dungarees. We, we I know. To... This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is, it's, it's, I mean, it would be very practical, right? They're very practical. The bib part would be very practical, just having stuff... It's like an Stuck extra pocket. The all the time. Exactly. I feel like it would be a large, a large item of clothing, though. If I had a pair of dungarees, it would be like, you know, it'd be heavy. You know, like I'm very yeah. tall, I'm very wide. It would be a large item of clothing, you know. But then um, you wouldn't have to wash it as much. That's um, true. And then you wouldn't need to worry about the top or the bottom. I mean, maybe put in a t-shirt or a string top underneath, but then you're sorted. It'll just be yeah. one dungaree rules them all. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I've persuaded myself, actually. So maybe we do that. Maybe we start wearing dungarees. me, exactly. Um, I have a couple of quotes. Yes, please. Um, um, so this is this idea of like, you know, um, as I was sort of saying, so this the first one is from Catelyn Moran, who is a very good writer, a friend, very funny, who says, who just mentions dungarees in the context of something else. So she says, the problem we, that we have is thinking there's only one kind of feminist and that she's politically correct and right on right on at all times, wears flat shoes, doesn't wear makeup, is very angry, wears dungarees, is a vegetarian. So that's like a, a bit of a joke, but it's that sentence, that sentiment, like this is what a dungaree can symbolize, that, that we do have a perception of people who wear a certain kind of dungaree, right? Mm -hmm. And the other one, it's from Rachel Rice, you know, that absolutely beautiful actress. Yes, I loved her in The Mummy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Y yeah, she's absolutely gorgeous. And she said, if I'm just in dungarees, I don't think I would intimidate anyone. And that made me really think, and I'm like, yeah, it's true. Like, dungarees are that kind of casual, friendly thing. You know, you wouldn't think unassuming. someone... Unassuming. Unassuming. You know, as I said, you wouldn't be too suspicious of someone wearing dungarees, you know? Wow. I think that would actually... Dungarees is, should be the new um, uniform for spies or something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You'd never or or bodyguards. Them. 
you'd never suspect them. Yeah, why are bodyguards in suits? It's kind of so restrictive and, you know, yeah. stuff. They, they mean should dungarees. Be... Exactly. But because no one would hire them because they'd think they seem really unprofessional and too <laughs> relaxed. Or, well, I would hire them. It seems very down to earth. Yeah. Dungaree bodyguards. I love that idea. Exactly. I'm going to try and create that image on the internet. That's so funny. Well, Cruz, so nice to chat to you once again. Thank you so much for your sharing. And I shall be looking into some dungarees. I'll fit me. <laughs> no problem. Thank you so much. Chat to you next week. Bye for now. Bye.